A few times over the course of the year, I've spoken about the power of naming. The act of naming is when a person or a community identifies a person, a place, or a thing, to be sure. Naming also includes identifying an experience, an emotion, a history, and a future. Naming recognizes what is going on inside us and around us. This ability to name is one of our human superpowers, I believe, that we are describing and shaping and owning our reality. You know, this is me. This is my experience. This is ours. And this is our world. This month's theme is story. And when a few names come together, then we create story. A narrative emerges, and that too further creates and shapes the world. Uh, there's a very woven quality to this as well. Every part of the web of stories and names in our world picks up on other parts all the way back in time and space and preparing the way moving forward to all that will come. All that interconnected naming and story goes all the way down and all the way back, out and onward. And in this network, in this network that we share and create all the time in any moment of our lives, we discover how we perceive the name in you and the name in me. The story in you and the story in me and we find the story of our lives together because we are on this earth, so inescapably so. The finding and living, the finding and living is our ongoing human work through the ages. I love this engagement between naming and story because it makes room for the old, space for the new, and prepares the way for what yet shall be. In liberal religion, we take up this effort of naming and story for the sake of our collective and individual freedoms. We do this work out of a spirit of love because we know how deeply and thoroughly we are connected and we know how difficult it is to be human merely being. I come to this topic of kind of naming and liberation uh, because of trying to get a handle on Mother's Day. Um, that the aspect of it that is consumerist, romanticized, flowery messages that dominate Mother's Day, it undermines the depth of love and care, the profound strength and the beauty that comes when one person cares so intimately for another. The commercialization, uh, you know, the impact also is on its, the original call for peace. Uh, that call for peace becomes lost in the shouting of sentiment. And a greeting card celebration does not allow for complexity, for the problems, 
for the failures, for the hurt that can last a lifetime and for generations. And as we heard in the circle of care meditation, there is so much more. How very often what should have been love and care and simply regard does not happen or is lost in those who should have been nurturing. So what is at the core of such holidays as Mother's Day or Father's Day, Grandparents' Day, Siblings' Day, all of those? What's the desired outcome from naming all of those relations and trying to give those special moments? I want to pause and say how much I see you for those those for whom these days are reminders of pain and grief and rage and abuse of rejection. Because sometimes we're able to go on and create new families and new meaning. And sometimes, many times we find ourselves terribly deeply alone. And sometimes we are in between longing for connection, but often unable to cross the gulf between ourselves and our fellow beings because of the relationships that had happened in the past or that are ongoing and still difficult. For me, these holidays, uh, during these times, I kind of take up the question of complexity and how to encourage how take them up as a question of how to encourage each other to care and to hope. These days as a reminder uh, of creating more space, of creating less violence, of focusing on liberation, of the freedom of our collective and individual spirits, how to be expanding the whole human self I take up the question of our collective development. So at the heart of such holidays, I reframe them and take them as a call to how we can return to be with one another, knowing how difficult it is to be human. Wherever we come from in our relation to our relations, let this moment be a time and place to be with other also wounded humans. Our own experiences are ours, each our own. But being here, may that be a reminder of how we are all part of a network that is life. And together, we bring our collective our respective stories and our names, we get a chance to sort out that naming and that story of how we shall live in all of this complexity. Our theologians are one of those bodies of people that keep calling us also to complexity and wonder. Uh, for today, I want to just focus on one, uh, Bernard Loomer the author of our centering reading and the inspiration for the reflection from Reverend Mariella Perez-Simons. 
Now, Bernard Loomer had a career in religion as a professor in places such as the Divinity School at the University of Chicago and later in Berkeley. He taught and wrote in the 20th century where people were angled with meaning and humanity and theology after World War II. His thought concerned the nature of the universe and God. Uh, for much of his career, he came from a, a liberal Christian uh, tradition. Later in his life, he was part of the Unitarian Universalist community in San Francisco and the surrounding area. In Loomer's understanding, he marveled at a universe that was ever expanding and becoming ever more complex. I mean, he was saying, bring it on, bring on this complexity. His sense of God was not uh, a transcendent being in any way separate from the world, not this lofty creature above. For him, God always was and is an integrated integral part of the world. And such a God would also be growing and shifting along with the world. As humans, we are part of this world as well, also becoming more complex, also with the capacity to grow and expand. And let me add, um, I think for Loomer, the word of God, the word God as a name wouldn't have been that um, central. More, he was much more concerned with how naming and language also expands and flows. I'll offer a note, I want to read that centering thought again, but I'll offer a note that when he uses the word size, he always spelled it out in capital letters, S-I-Z-E. He really truly wants us to think in the grand scheme, to keep opening our hearts. So let me read him again. He says, by size, I mean the stature of a person's soul, the range and depth of your love, your capacity for relationships. I mean the volume of life you can take into your being and still maintain your integrity and individuality, the intensity and variety of outlook you can entertain in the unity of your being without feeling defensive or insecure. I mean the strength of your spirit to encourage others to become freer in the development of their diversity and uniqueness. I mean the power to sustain more complex and enriching tensions. I mean the magnanimity of concern to provide conditions that enable others to increase in stature. The essentials of Loomer include expanding the size of one's soul, expanding the capacity, exploring the diversity, all of the richness that is and might be. He says, we are radically interconnected. I think he was the one, I'm understanding, that he was the one that introduced that interconnected web to the Unitarian Universalists that led to our seventh principle, that we affirm and promote uh, the interconnected web of existence, respect for the interconnected web of existence of which we are a part. 
He was one of those direct voices that helped bring us there. He wanted, called for us to be relational and expansive, ever while being individual and particular and uh, glorious in our, uh, our expressions, our bodies, our souls. And also, Loomer was one of those people that articulated uh, that a power with as opposed to a power over. He was, he was always talking about that we are really with the world, that we are not controlling from the top down. We shouldn't have those relationships because God is not from the top down either. These are some of the core pieces of our, uh, of our theology that have been with us for decades. And they come from Loomer and some of those like him in part. This profound relationalness in dealing with the complexities of our world is what brings so many of us to our religious community, to this congregation that we may as individuals grow in our depth of range of love, but also to maintain our integrity and our individuality. You know, that naming, right, that I started with, we want to make a difference because we are connected. We act out of love and service because we see that and know that connection. It is practice for growing this relational power, this power with, and this willingness to keep practicing in relationship, in the horizontal, is one of the ways that we can survive and thrive whenever, no matter what may come, no matter what setback, no matter what disappointment, what betrayal, what harm. Because Loomer was really calling us to the complexity of the world. He was saying, you need to be honest about their sense of the world, all of its hardships, the faults, the terrible things that we do, that are done to us, that we do to the planet. He's not ignoring any of that. He's calling us to be authentic and to witness all that is around us and before us the range of our abilities, our colors, our beliefs, our shapes, our sizes, because of these, uh, this power with, this relational, this willingness to be expansive, this magnanimity, we recognize the range that is around us. There is no one kind of family, no one kind of caregiving. There are so many ways that we are configured we get a chance to understand and be willing to see real diversity, real difference, to recognize even within the congregation how, how in some ways we live in different worlds, how in so many ways we live in different worlds, and yet we still come together because we are inspired by this connection, this willingness to love, this willingness to be and expand together. We have a chance to further move forward in that expansiveness in this year to come as we are always moving into this new day, building a new day as we talk about in our annual campaign.
I invite us to keep moving forward, to bring all that is our authentic selves, all that is around us, all that we are discovering and learning into the creation and recreation of our beloved community. This relational power gets to be freeing because we get to keep exploring and wondering together, even when it is difficult, even when we don't always want to be around each other, even when we don't know how to go forward together. But my liberation is always, as ever, wrapped up with yours. I want to name that and offer that as we keep going forward and building our new story together across the universe in all the ways we can. So may it be. <laughs>